Hello, Probers. Howdy, howdy. Welcome to But It Was Aliens. The extraterrestrial comedy podcast brought to you by two former Mibs. I am Moonwalker and opposite me is Kevin the Grey. Each week we take it in turns to slab a case of the extraterrestrial and dissect it to bring you the truth as to whether or not it truly was aliens or bullshit. We love a good slabbing. Slab! Slab, slab. This week's probe takes us to Brazil. And this is far from the first time that we've been here. Madinho. It's April 13th, 1979, in the city of Jardim Alvarado. This is located in the south of Brazil. It's 11.30 in the evening, and Jocelyn de Matos is a young 21-year-old Brazilian... As opposed to an old 21-year-old. ...who was returning home from his sister's house with his 13-year-old brother... Roberto Carlos. <laughs> no, he's not the famous footballer. This is not the famous footballer. It's Roberto Carlos, ladies and gentlemen. 79. Do you know that time? Wait, 13. No, it doesn't quite check out. It's close. This little 13-year-old, however would not go on to become the greatest ever left back the world has ever seen. He's definitely up there. And score the greatest free kick of all time against France. If you want to go check that out. Greatest free kick of all time. Even if you're not into football or soccer, you should still check out that free kick because it is pretty phenomenal. You've probably seen it actually. Haven't you? Hmm. Roberto Carlos, ladies and gentlemen. Really shiny head. You also said um, he's up there. Well, it's a bold statement to say anyone is the best at something of all time. It's not. He is the best left back of all time. (laughs) So clear in your mind. (laughs) So this Roberto Carlos Carlos did, however, notice a star in the sky. Ah, did you know that Joe dismissed it? Which wouldn't be unusual. <laughs> Which wouldn't be unusual at all, except for the fact that this star looks strange compared to a normal star. And not only that, but it seemed to follow the pair. Was it an aeroplane? Joe, like most older brothers, dismissed his little brother's concerns about the star and told him to continue walking. Continue walking, you cockroach. But it wasn't long before he began to feel like the star was following them. Is that following me? Was this due to the thought being initially put in his head by his little brother? Or was this star actually following them? I guess I'm going to suggest that it was absolutely following them. It wants to slab them. That's where I see this one going. I see a slabbing coming on. A slab. Yeah. Either that or the star just crashes and disappears. It's either going to be super slabby or non-eventful. <laughs> no, no in between. between. <laughs> no in-betweensies. 
As they continued to walk, they came to the corner of the road they were walking down. The corner of the road. They began to turn the corner. And, and they said... They stopped. Ah. Neither of them knew why they stopped. They just did. Then a strange feeling came over them. They turned and started walking through a field. They couldn't do anything to fight what had come over them. It was as if they were being controlled in some way. Their legs continued to carry them through the field and towards a large tree which was in the middle of the field. (laughs) And they said, Play the best song in the world or I'll eat your soul. Okay, so you have shown me a picture of a large tree. I'm disappointed. Why do you think I'm disappointed? I don't know. You haven't chosen the Deku tree. Yeah, I haven't. Hugely missed opportunity. Right in the middle, and it's not on its own. It could be. Depends on which version of the Deku tree you were to choose. I would only go Ocarina of Time. I'm hugely disappointed in you. Why? It's the you could have just Zelda zoomed in on the Deku time. tree. You're neglecting the Deku tree. It's going to die. The dungeon's never going to be solved. I have a tattoo of the Deku tree. How am I neglecting Where it? Where is your tattoo of the Deku tree? On my dick. <laughs> what? <laughs> so when you bust a nut. Bust Deku a Deku seed. nut. If you do it on the floor, does like a new tree start growing? No comment. I do not have a tattoo on my dick. It does. <laughs> You've all heard the rumours. It's of my face. <laughs> Smiling. Full body. <laughs> but you always say I'm short. <laughs> yeah, five foot four. You usually go shorter than that. <sighs> right. Just to be clear, I'm not over four, darn it. It's fine, it's fine, I'm chill, I'm chill. I gave you an extra two inches. <laughs> Where I currently live. Some, oh my God. Sometimes I'll go for a walk through the nearby villages and there is a field that I pass, which has a tree situated right in the middle of it. And I will get a picture so it can be uploaded to our socials. Are you suggesting that the trees are related? It's a big possibility. (laughs) (laughs) It's allegedly truthfully true. I was reading an article, a journal article, in fact, a few weeks back. I can't remember if I've actually included this in my research notes or whether I was just reading it because it caught my eye. About forests and the connections within the ecosystem. Mm Mm-hmm. And the fact that fungi, it's obviously little minute fungi that you can't actually see. You only see them when they flower, when the big mushrooms come up. Are you a fungi? Connect the entire forest and the whole thing is talking to each other. It's absolutely fascinating and also horrific. But like if there's a drought in one area, all the... Will they plant life will try and help each other? Yeah, basically. Or if there's a hazard, like even something like a deer that's shitting over one area and then they'll all communicate with each other to try and like let off smells or whatever and push the predators away just 
to kind of things that they all do together is absolutely phenomenal. Like I say, you've got no idea, but the forest actually talks to itself. So next time you're out in the forest and you step on the wrong plant, you better watch your ass because that tree is going to Lord of the Rings tree you and smack you one. Treebeard the Ent is going to be like, You stepped on my cousin? I'm a level six tree? <laughs> Do you reckon it will get a tree nearby to slap you? Like through control? Or would it stretch a limb? A limb? A branch. <laughs> Grows limbs. All the way through the Walks forest. Walks you. You are a little bitch. Although... But it moves really, really slow. Like an ent. Yeah, so you would... I suppose you could essentially disrespect the ent and then just go and live your life. You'd be fine. By the time they caught up to you, you'd be dead. Just thinking about Lord of the Rings for a second. Those trees do move really slow and talk really slow and whatnot, don't they? I haven't and imagined that. Yet they ride them... That's just going to slow them down shortly. How desperate are they to get somewhere? I suppose it would. What do you mean they ride them? Like they, the little horrich, get yeah. picked up by them and carried over long distance, don't they? I suppose um, they only move Kipian slow. And um, Bitchface, what's his name? Yeah, they only move slow to start with, didn't they? And then once they kind of realised they were like this, did they pick it? Get to action, yeah. Okay. They're throwing rocks. I haven't and shit. seen that for a good ten years. It's a film that when I do watch, I have to watch all three, back-to-back, extended editions. That's like a whole week. It's a whole, like, the extended edition. That's like hours. 46 hours. Plan that shit out. Peter Jackson gets on the trees. <laughs> Michael Jackson walks beside the trees. <laughs> <laughs> that was the tree, Michael Jackson, by the way. Real Michael Jackson's beside him. <laughs> so once they arrive, they both fell to the floor. As if whatever was controlling or possessing them relinquished control. When the two brothers came to, they looked around to see where they were and they spotted that strange star that was following them. It clearly wasn't a star, but a disc-shaped craft. Okay, I wasn't hugely clear on whether it was the tree calling them and they couldn't control themselves and just start walking towards it, or whether the star was perhaps behind the tree. I guess we've just answered that question. The craft hovered above and in front of them and didn't make a single sound until a voice then came out of nowhere. Touche. Saying, the job is not ended. We will be back. What kind of job? That's sinister, son. Or is it sexual? Uh, I'd just like to interject there to say that I haven't really fiddled around with the program we we use for our research notes too much other than just writing the research notes. I didn't realise you could lay images behind the text. Yes, you can. That's that's very interesting. You've opened up new <laughs> possibilities. Every page is going to be just like a picture of my face superimposed on a dick. <laughs> What have you signed yourself up for, son? I might start seeing if I can get media to play. So once it hits a certain point, like, it will actually come out of nowhere. Uh, like a macro, yeah. Just to clarify, there's a picture of Randy Orton in the background again. <laughs> should probably say that. <laughs> the famous wrestler who pops up from out of nowhere. After that warning, the pair got up, but had trouble moving. So they had to lean on each other to start. 
When they got home, a sudden hunger came over them. But before they could make it through the front door, they both collapsed and fell through the door. Because they've been slabbed. Their family came rushing down to see what the commotion was about and to help the boys up. When the boys came round, they told the family what they'd seen, but as you can imagine, their parents weren't quick to believe them. But they took them outside and pointed to the strange star, which was still in the sky, hovering above some trees. Watching. And it was at this point that the parents believed that something unusual must have happened. These parents were pretty believing parents, to be fair. If I came home and was like to my parents, come outside, look at this star. And there was a slightly peculiar star. My dad would be like, shut up, you twat, and just walk back inside. (laughs) Sit back in front of the TV, put his vampire TV programs back on, keep drinking his beer. But would that be after you told him what happened to you? Yeah, he'd probably be like, shut up, you twat. (laughs) He'd listen, and then he'd say, shut up, you twat. Yeah, I can vouch for that. (laughs) (laughs) Lucky he gave it enough attention to let me get to the end of it, to be fair. (laughs) So, when you said that the boys came round, I've now got an image of Billy Butcher in my head. Have you seen the boys? You twat. I have. Listen, Mum, Dad, there's I've a bloody not... idiot. He's a knobhead. Oh, screwed him. Twat. Wanger. Prick. Listen, Mum, Dad, you pricks. Fucking believe me, don't ya? Alright, bloody hell. Come on, Granville, get on with the fucking case. You prick. No need for that, was there? <laughs> <laughs> You got your knickers up your bum hole or something. There's sand in your vagina. So the boys began to explain in detail what happened. And they were like... <laughs> and the pain they felt as they got closer to the tree and how excruciating it became Ooh. once they were under the tree. Under the tree. It was described like receiving an electric shock. Electric slide. Ow. Flow. It's the same feeling. Their family also told them... I always seem to get around you. Yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Ow. Like candy. (laughs) Do you reckon the guy (laughs) talks like that all the time? I hope so. (laughs) Hello. I would like to order a pizza with you. Dominoes. <laughs> yes, sir. Can you give me your address? It's the fanciest pizza place ever, by the way. <laughs> Please, sir, give us your order. I would like the pepperoni. Wow. Sorry, sir. What was that on the pepperoni? Nothing. I would just like to interject and just let you all know that Greybeard has only had one drink. I'm not even finished yet. Ow! No, I'm not! It's the same <laughs> thing! <laughs> so their family... Their also family! <laughs> also told them how when they tried to help them up, they also received a shock when they, they touched them. Us. And it really hurt like... Ow! They were still unable to move... A bad feeling! <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
But once the craft left the area completely, they both regained full control of their bodies. The two brothers were not the only ones to see the craft that night. Several other reports were made about a mysterious object in the sky. Every sentence you finish, I just want to repeat the last two <laughs> or three words. In the sky! However, the two brothers seemed to be the only ones that were affected by it directly. The only ones affected! Oh, that's the end of the sentence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there was going to be more for some reason. Right now! Where's my pizza? I'm really, really hungry! Turns up to a job interview. Are you here for the position of Domino's Calls Pizza Handler? <laughs> so the same voice came out. Yes, I am. Can I get your order? Would you like some fries with that? Fries with pizza? Yes, it's yummy. Ow. Where were we? <laughs> <laughs> so it became excruciating whilst they were under the tree. Under that tree. Yes. But they can't quite remember what happened when they were under there, I'm guessing. Nope. Would I be correct to see some regression coming up? Allegedly truthfully. Is there going to be some allegedly truthful slabbing? How about we find out? Well, I want to know. I want to know. Now. Where the pain is. They don't say. Okay. I guess we're going to have to continue then, because otherwise I'm just going to start talking about butt pain. Due to the reports that had been made, and I'm assuming the brother's story also got out. Every time I shit, yes it does. The media attention ramped up a little, and out came the UFO investigators. Here we go. Both of them were asked to speak about their experience, and Joe even underwent hypnotic regression therapy. Hey, ding, 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 do a shot. Whilst under, he recalls getting to the corner of the road mm. where something started pulling them. They tried to fight against it, but couldn't. Must follow. During this, his heartbeat was getting faster and faster. Faster and faster. And a cold sensation engulfed his limbs. His limbs. When they got to the tree, they fell to the ground. Yes, they did. <laughs> Wow. What even is that sound <laughs> that he makes in all the, every single song? He's like just chilling out, knocking out a line. Like, I really love you, baby. Wow. What, what, what does that even mean? Are you meowing? Are you in pain? They were there for a couple of minutes before somebody came and lifted them from the floor and into the air. He looked around and saw the craft in front of him. Ooh. A door opened and they were floated inside by what he describes as invisible hands. Creepy. Where they were met by two men who it seemed were waiting for them to arrive. With gloves on. They were gestured to to follow and they did. Come here guys. They Ow. were led to a room which had computers and other devices within and also something they describe as a command display. Hmm. They didn't stay in this room, though. They were led through it to another, which was full of motors. There, there were other machines in this room, too, but they'd never seen them before. Just like the last, they didn't stay in this room, but passed through it. And into another room with monitors all around it, 
and each one was showing a picture of Earth. What's really frustrating about that last section is that I had a question in my mind to ask, which was going to be, what is it when we cover alien cases? Quite often they'll have computers. Like, how presumptuous of us to think that aliens are going to use computers just because we do? They might have something far more advanced than what we can perceive, and we'd only be able to say it's some kind of machine. And then the next paragraph, you were like, there were other machines in the room. (laughs) It's like, shit, (laughs) taking my line. Hot damn. Mm. Hot damn. <laughs> I've got you on it now. Wow. <laughs> Floated inside by invisible hands also piqued my interest, for I am now wondering whether these people exist in another dimension. As we've discussed before, they're in like 5D, so we can't perceive them, but they can perceive us and touch us and shit. And they're just there picking people up, but we can't perceive them, as I say. So it's mm-hmm. like you're being picked up by invisible hands. But then you said they were met by two men. They were. What type of men? Just two men. Humans? Two men. <coughs> According... <coughs> Bless you! <laughs> According to him, two men. Ow! They were then taken to a hospital-type room and asked to lay upon a table. He... Got slabbed. Oh, we knew it. We knew it. Several samples were taken from Joe at least, including a sperm sample. I'm very glad you clarified because I was going to ask where the samples were taken from. He was then taken and placed in a chair with instruments attached to his head. We're going to take your spunk. Ow. The two men spoke between themselves, but it was in a language that Joe couldn't understand. It was the language... Of funk, 80s funk, 80s funk soul, in fact. Ow! A woman then entered the room. She walked over to where Joe was sat and began having sex with him. Bit, what? Whoa! But he describes it as being mechanical. He shagged a robot. Before leaving, she allegedly truthfully said to him, Perhaps the seed will come alive. That's that's incredibly romantic. He was told to leave. Just what you want someone to say to you after a one night stand. (laughs) Turn to you. Perhaps the seed will come alive. Wow. He was told to leave and was led from the craft back to the spot where his brother lay under the tree. He became paralyzed once again and placed back in the same position he was in before he was lifted up to the craft. Good touch. The next thing he knew, he was waking up next to his brother. So they only took one brother, not the other. Only took one. One brother, not the other. Interesting. He was 13, the other one, wasn't he? Like, not to be grim, but by that age, he was probably functioning. Again, not to be grim, I'm not encouraging that at all. Just it's peculiar, they take one and not the other. Maybe. Study them both at least. Maybe if nothing Joe else. had a purpose. Maybe they'd seen him before. Now this is the part of the probe where we turn to science and skepticism. There's no science here, but skepticism there is. Speak for yourself. The two were very happy to talk about what happened to them until they started to be ridiculed by those around them with sceptics believing that this is nothing more than a story created by two mischievous boys. But before we get to what you believe, Greynuts, let's summarise. We have the story of Joe and his brother, Roberto! 
Carlos. Kicking them balls. Who, whilst walking home from their sisters late one night, are followed by a star. They are then compelled. Oh, you're compelled, are you? You're compelled? No matter how much they fought to walk through a field towards a tree which is in the middle of it. Electric sliding. Once there, they collapse. When they awake, they are told the job is not ended. We will be back. We'll be back. They can barely walk and lean on each other to get home. As they do, they fall through the front door and are helped up by their family. They explain what had happened, but aren't believed until they show them the star outside. The media and ufologists get hold of the story, from not only news spreading of the brothers, but the reports made by others seeing a strange craft that same night. Joe undergoes regression therapy, and it's revealed that he was taken up onto a ship. He was met by two men before being slabbed, They took samples from him, including sperm, and then placed him in a chair with different instruments attached to his head. A woman comes in and has sex with him before remarking, perhaps the seed will come alive. He's then told to leave and is returned to the same spot that they took him from. And when he came to, he was with his brother and they could barely move. That line isn't any better on second listen, is it? But it kind of ties together now. In what way? when that happened to him (laughs) and they said perhaps the seed will come alive Mm -hmm. and then the next thing they say before they leave is the job is not ended we will be back they're coming back for that check son (laughs) (laughs) child support (laughs) (laughs) you gotta pay across borders including planetary borders (laughs) in the galactic in, in the galactic child maintenance. <laughs> Shit's expensive. <laughs> no getting away from that. I did have one question that I don't think we covered. How exactly did they take the jizz sample? We do not know. Did they stick something in and scoop some out? Did they we like, don't insert know something in the balls? Did they jack him? And like... <laughs> I, that was the sound uh, of a syringe being pulled. Or he was quite compliant, wasn't he? If maybe they, they did simply asked him to jack into a cup. into a cup. No, I reckon they jacked it into a cup because that's they a might short, have they? Uh, sent him to a room with a couple of magazines. The most compliant <laughs> abductee ever. And they give him alien porn mags. <laughs> Opens them up and they're just like a hole with a load of teeth in, or like <laughs> a six T stone. <laughs> Why isn't the magazine working for you, sir? Tentacle Posh porn. aliens as well, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Can't you beat off into the cups, sir? <laughs> well, you know, what are we going to do about that? And then they send the woman in. That's why they sent the That's, woman in. Yeah. Maybe they didn't get enough of the sample that they needed. Only got some pre-sample. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. But I'll probably do it again. Suppose we should uh, probably conclude and get the hell out of here. Yep. <laughs> probably destroy it any further. Greybeard, is this aliens, or is it the story of two mischievous boys? Mischievous, two pranksters. Wow. <laughs> I call bullshit now. <laughs>
and wiser. This is two boys thinking it would be funny. The story takes off a little bit. Then they start to get ridiculed. They're like, shit, let's stop talking about the story. It never happened. I'm not saying that it was aliens. Well, that's rather unfortunate. But that is precisely what I thought. They came home too late. I'm like, shit, how do we get out of this? Oh, came even better, yeah. With the most ridiculous story that they could. But it seemed really intelligent to them at the time. Yep. And that's how they got away with it. Like you said, everything kind of took a life of its own with the story. And they were like, this is pretty good, actually. We're getting a little bit of fame. And then everyone started taking the piss out of them. And they were like, shit, we need to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Cut the story, didn't want to talk about it anymore. So, yeah, for me also, this is not Aliens. Thank you for joining us for this week's probe. As always, you can find us on Facebook at But It Was Aliens. Our Facebook group is Extraterrestrial Towers. We're on Instagram at But It Was Aliens Podcast. And we're also on the Twitter at But It Was Aliens. And we are also now on Patreon.com. Where you can find bonus episodes covering things outside the extraterrestrial. Where we cover things like ghosts, ghouls, the Simpsons, the Simpsons, yeah, and Rasputin's dick. Dick, Oh my! Wow! Remember, the truth is up there. Hashtag probe. Hashtag probe.